Tale of the Manticore. Bonus material, number three. The story, so far. What follows over the next few minutes is not an episode of Tale of the Manticore, and it will not take the place of a real episode. It's just bonus content, a mini-summary of the last ten chapters, told in the minimum number of words possible. For stories that move pretty quickly, I find it helps to have little refreshers like this one, with emphasis on little. I release these recaps ten episodes at a time, they're not cumulative, so if you want a thirty-episode recap, you'd need to re-listen to the episode 0 to 10 and the episode 11 to 20 recaps again. As I mentioned in the last two story so far mini summaries, if you're solid with the story, you can skip the content that follows. If you're like me and you find a refresher helpful, then stick around. Before we begin, I just want to say a huge welcome to new listeners of Tale of the Manticore. The show is growing and growing beyond my expectations, to be honest. For those of you who started from the beginning and have listened to all 30 episodes, well, you guys patiently stuck with me as I figured out what the show was supposed to be. To be honest, I'm still figuring it out. Anyway, I just want to say thanks to every single one of you. The Story So Far, Part 3 Chapters 21 through 30 In Chapter 21, the party leaves Dwarvar, heading for Grunmog's shrine, on a mission for Valiador. On the way, Harl cautions them to avoid a crack in the mountainside where something extremely dangerous has made a home. When they arrive at the shrine, something seems amiss. The party enters and soon faces four fully grown fire beetles, which they overcome with some difficulty. In chapter 22, the party moves deeper into the shrine of Grunmog. Harl is forced to continue alone into parts of the shrine forbidden to non-dwarves. He makes a chilling discovery when he finds the bloody body of a priestess of Grunmog, a solemn. When Harl investigates, he finds a very suspicious wound. The placement of it suggests that the cleric was assassinated. Harl decides to inform Lord Cleneth without delay. The party departs the shrine and begins to ascend the mountain. Lying in ambush not far off is Anatar Ironskin. Chapter 23 begins with Umura and Gyrios' ascension to level 3. After, we join the action with the party being attacked by a giant rock python. This is the ambush I was just talking about. During the encounter, Kagan is slain. In Chapter 24, the party returns to Dwervar, where they are met by Cleneth Stonecarver and Valiador Glimorax, who have just been arguing with Barok Ironskin. Cleneth treats the companions to a royal dinner. There's a performance by Ursuleth, great-granddaughter to the Dwarven Lord, and a presentation of gifts, followed by a traditional Dwarven supper. The dinner party is crashed by Barak Ironskin, who manages to block the doors before they can shut him out, and then tosses the severed head of Valiador's son into the room. Chapter 25 continues the scene of Barak's interruption. Barak explains his plan to murder everyone present, blame the atrocity on the human visitors, and finally kill the treacherous human interlopers in the name of justice. In this exchange, we learn of a place called Black Nails Vault. We also learn that Barak hopes to find a certain artifact, a horn, within it. On top of all this, Cleneth's worries that Barak's sacrilegious actions might draw the ire of their god, Grudmog, do seem legitimate. It does seem as though Barak has anchored their deity. Before the exchange comes to violence, Harl and the humans escape through a secret tunnel, taking Cleneth's great-granddaughter Ursuleth with them. Cleneth has charged Harl with delivering her to some place called the Arleg War. After they fled, Barak manages to enter the room with his forces to carry out the bloody coup. 
In chapter 26, we spend some time expanding the map of Merith. Then we follow the party as they proceed through a hex crawl. Choosing the best route to the Arleguar involves a decision to detour outside the mountain range. Not far behind is a group of dwarves led by Anatar Ironskin. They have orders to kill everyone. Meanwhile, back at the Dwarven stronghold, the Usurper, Barak Ironskin seems to be undergoing some kind of change. Chapter 27 details the first leg of the party's journey. Hunger and thirst are a concern, but they make very good time to the foothills, where everything should get considerably easier, at least for a while. During this first leg, Harl and Ursuleth tell the story of the three great heroes of the Dwarven people. Mykele Blacknail, Isobelin Axeclanger, and Varen Elamor, along with their nemesis, the great red dragon, Nerenuminax. In chapter 28, the party arrives at the foothills of the Kazmirioth, the River of Iron, and has a chance encounter with an elven scout named Sindur. Before they can speak with the elf, they must first save it from a pursuing bugbear. Eredine dispatches the bugbear and Gyrios tends to Sindur's wounds. In gratitude, the elf gives them a water skin and some valuable directions before departing. The story then shifts to the iron-skinned dwarves, still in pursuit of the party. Anatar is coming to grips with certain changes occurring in him and his men. The iron-skinned dwarves are suddenly attacked by an unseen archer. One of them is killed. A second arrow that should have killed Anatar instead passes right through him, as though his body were no more substantial than a shadow. Chapter 29 begins with a massive thunderstorm that halts the party's progress and forces them to take shelter. This unintended break allows the iron-skinned dwarves to catch up, and a fight seems unavoidable. But a fight with what, exactly? These dwarves are no longer just dwarves. They have become demi-shadows that flicker in and out of their corporeal state. By the grace of some very good dice rolling, the companions manage to defeat the demi-shadows while the storm rages on outside their shelter. In the morning, the party discovers that the elf, Sindur, has left them some new gifts. Chapter 30 opens with the party coming across the river that Sindur had told them to expect. The river provides water and food and a much-needed bath, all of which lift the party's morale to new heights. A kind of hex-crawling travel montage follows, in which the companions head east, keeping the mountains of the Kazmirioth to their left. A week passes during which hunger and thirst return and morale begins to flag once again. Chapter 30 ends with a flashback that takes us into the recent past and to an unknown location. We meet Sav Marimon, a dark cleric who conducts a human sacrifice in an attempt to commune with his evil deity. We haven't met Sav before, but I get the feeling we will be seeing him again. That brings us to the end of our third mini-summary. Whether this is fast-tracking your entry into Tale of the Manticore or reinforcing a story you already know, I thank you once again for joining me on this dark journey. Tale of the Manticore does not pay for advertisements, and most of the show's growth occurs through word of mouth. If you think you know someone who would enjoy this blend of dark fantasy, narration, and classic D&D, please tell them about the show and help spread the word. You can expect another similar summation of the story after the next 10 episodes have passed. As always, thank you so much for your time and for listening to this show. I'm thrilled to hear that so many of you have enjoyed it and look forward to the next installment. Thanks to everyone who's contributed and helped the show so far. Your support, encouragement, and guidance has been tremendously helpful. Thank you very much. If you'd like to get in touch to share your comments, criticisms, or ideas, please do. You can reach me at taleofthemanticore at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manticoretale. And you can find me on Instagram by searching for Tale of the Manticore Podcast. I look forward to the next 10 episodes, and I hope you do too. Tale of the Manticore continues in just a few days with the next episode. 
please join me once again in the story where chaos rolls. <laughs>